0: Everyone, Matt Lowe here. Welcome to the 85th episode of Bouncing Back, a video series meant to give people who have been laid off to COVID-19 an opportunity to sell themselves to new employers in the ad industry. This is also my 46th episode in partnership with the Avail List. For this episode, we have Craig Lederman, who's most recently a freelance ACD you know, slash copywriter at RPA and Bear in the Hall. You know, how's it going, man?
1: Ah, uh, pretty good, Matt. Thanks for uh, for doing this. Thanks for having me on. Uh, much appreciated. It's uh, really
0: nice to do this. Yeah, of course. Thanks for yep. for hopping on. And you know, we were just connecting a little bit before, but maybe just start off by telling everyone how you're dealing with you know the pandemic the past ten months or so, where you're quarantining, and you know how you've been keeping busy. Okay.
1: Yeah. Sure. Um, well, as I was saying before, we did hop on. Uh, that question varies on any given day. Um, it runs the gamut as far as emotions for me, um, today, obviously I was a little depressed. Um, there are great days and there are really bad days, um, and everything in between. Um, you know, so, uh, but overall, um, I'm quite blessed and thankful to, um, to be healthy. Everybody I know is healthy and safe and and, and doing well. So, Um, you know, that's great to know. Um, but yeah, for God, we're coming up on almost a year since we've kind of gone down into quarantine mode. Um, at the time we had, our son is six now. Um, he was a little over five when he was at preschool and we got that notification and it's like, Oh, you're gonna, you know, he's going to come home for a few days. Okay. What's going on? Didn't really quite know what was going on. He's going to return on Monday. Great. No problem. Uh, obviously weeks and months went by where that wasn't going to be the case. So we, um, we went into basically quarantine mode. Uh, we have a house. I live in an area called Atwater village in Los Angeles. Um, it's an equestrian community, so it's, it's very nice to be here. And we have a home we have a backyard, which we are extremely thankful for. Uh, we got him, I think a year or so ago, a trampoline, which came in quite handy during yeah. this time uh for him and for us um so like i said we have a lot to, or i have a lot to be thankful for um but yeah when we went into quarantine kind of mode we were just trying to figure things out you know obviously like everybody else and as it dragged on from weeks into months i just went into kind of dad mode um i've always been a hands on dad from the day he was born but even so even more so now um You know, it it here's a, you know, a a little bit of, he's six now. He was a little over five at the time. He's being sent home from school where he went from nine to five pretty much every day. So now he's with us seven days a week. Um, My wife is a therapist, so she still sees clients, you know, three days a week or four days a week. So, you know, kind of relied on me to be, like I said, I went into dad mode and I was the entertainment for him. (laughs) Um, he didn't like zooming. Um, he still doesn't like that. So it's you know it was you know nine, ten, eleven, twelve hours of me kind of figuring things out with him and, and being the entertainment. Um, but I have to say, um, he was sort of the creative outlet for me, and I was the creative outlet for him because I'm young at heart to begin with, and you know figuring things out with a a six year old was really kind of fun and challenging um but we came up with a ton of creative things to do together um he likes some of the same stuff I do uh star wars um so uh you know a lot of lego building a lot of um you know lego building um pretend play um and we turned in actually we 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 did a a, a home improvement project That he and I did over the course of like two or three weeks where we turned let's go find dinosaurs up in the back hill which was covered in kind of um you know overgrown weeds and and so forth and he brought up the idea of like let's go up into the hill and find dinosaurs and I'm like yes we'll do that but let's bring some rakes and some shovels and some shears and work and and I did Um, but he loves it. He's always been like that. He's always been like, if I have a little house project, he'll pick up a shovel or, you know, I'll go buy him a little shovel. So, that he has it and does it with me. And, um, we cleared an area out up in our hill that was covered in Ivy and all this stuff over the course of two weeks. And we would go up there two or three times a day because he really loved it. And by the end we cleared out our hill and then, we then uh it was one of the projects we did during quarantine we put a we put a deck up there we put a slide up there for him so with him helping like i said it turned into this great uh, uh you know opportunity to turn that into useful space for us and for him
0: right that's great uh, and like you said getting to flex some of those creative you know maybe not what you're used to writing wise but just coming up with activities and different ways to keep him busy and different ways to kind of you know, turn what may be, you know, straightforward projects into, you know, kind of bonding experiences where you can turn it into, you know, games. So, so that's great. Maybe tell everyone a little bit about now yourself, how you ended up in advertising, maybe some clients you've worked on and where you've worked in the past. Okay.
1: Yeah. I, um, uh, like a lot of people, I fell into advertising. I went to undergrad uh, back East where I'm originally from. Um, I majored in political science. Thought maybe, yeah, I'd go to law school, maybe go go work, you know, in Washington and stuff. Um, didn't really like that. Um, took a year off, did some traveling, and I had applied to grad school, uh, Emerson College, uh, for their program, Marketing, Communications, Advertising. And they had some copywriting classes there. So that's sort of where I started the creative, like, kind of figuring out, like, oh, there's actually a thing called advertising. I was always creative growing up and stuff like that, doing stuff. And I still am, obviously, like I was just saying. But I didn't know there was, like, a career, really. Um, so, yeah, through grad school, it was a two-year program. I, I did that. Um, I put a portfolio together. Um, I did four uh, unpaid internships. Um, I've been in the business, you know, a little while. So, back then, they, they weren't paying anything. But it allowed me to build my portfolio, um, you know, each internship. I got, you know, some produced pieces out of it. I got experience. And then eventually I landed my first job, um, out West and, uh, I packed up and, uh, I've been here ever since. Um, I've run the gamut. I've worked on pretty much anything and everything except, um, you know, I won't work on cigarettes. So I've done everything except that and kind of, I guess, alcohol, but, um, My most recent um, full-time job was ACD at um, Saatchi and Saatchi LA out here where I was there for 13 years working on uh, the Toyota brand. Um, So I was doing that, working on multiple different vehicle launchers for them. Um, And then, you know, prior to that, yeah, I've worked on Mattel. I've worked on Land Rover, uh, you know, a lot of different cars out here. Uh, I've worked on California Avocados at a small agency. I've worked on Suzuki, Kawasaki uh you know some golf brands, um ABC Entertainment, TNT Entertainment, um, you know, some pro bono stuff uh along the way. So um that's you know, like I said, it, it runs the gamut with me. Um and then yeah, most recently um I did start up a kind of a pro bono organization with uh one of my partners, uh two two people that I know, uh Jara who I work with on a regular basis, and this guy Kieran. Um who is an ex-creative, um, now director. We started up uh, an organization called Partnership for a Trump-Free America, which was, you were asking what kept me busy from September to October to November. Uh, we started this up and we did some, you know, uh, it was all digital, all online. So we did some social, you know, stuff and we did, uh, you know, a TV spot. Um, we were just trying to do our little part for, uh, the election. So, um, that was probably one of the most worthwhile, if not the most worthwhile project I've actually ever done just because of what was at stake really, you know?
0: Yeah, I saw, I think I saw it on your portfolio and it was great and loved, because, you know, just doing pro bono projects and especially, you know, about that, which is a topic that, you know, is clearly was super hot then, but just hopping on and, and doing something to impact and make a difference and it worked or, yeah we like to think it it did you know know, uh,
1: we keep saying like our case study you know we've entered into a couple shows right now but for cam we're like the case study could be you know did you know we didn't get a million hits or anything like that but it's like we could be results uh restored democracy
0: yeah you could have some fun with that for sure
1: yeah exactly so yeah we we just felt really good about ourselves contributing um and at one point uh the lincoln project took a little bit interest almost like they were going to run it for us but uh that didn't happen. But like I said, we made it work organically. We, we put it out there and uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. It says a lot about you, you know, organically being able to put it out and get some traction and get it to be seen and, you know, doing it kind of from scratch on your own, just says a lot too. Of you know, being scrappy and doing what you have to do to actually shoot and produce and put out, you know, some good work.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's one thing about this industry or it, it gets done. You know, there's so many people that want to do stuff. And Kieran happened to be, he's a director, ex-creative. So it was like, he shot it. We used our, you know, my son was in it. His kids were in it. Jared's children were in it. Our friend you know, our friends were in it. Um, and it turned out great. It looked good. We got, you know, some nice PR out of it. And, um, you know, we'll see what happens. Hopefully it picks up some metal or something,
0: you know. Yeah, that's that's the way to do it. What are you looking for in your next role?
1: What am I? um I am looking for, I mean, I, you know, I've worked on the agency side so much and not to say that I wouldn't go there. I obviously would love to for the right account. Um, Obviously, I'd be honored to to get a job, Um, but I've also been looking to go in-house as well. Um, I'm currently doing sort of another pro bono thing for Facebook. They have a division uh, called VR for Good, where they do kind of these really nice, Um, impactful kind of stories using their technology for um, Oculus and stuff. So um, I love the idea of, you know, kind of exploring that as well, whether it's, it is a Facebook or, you know, Disney, um, the Amazon or the Netflix or the hulos of the world. Um, I love uh, Dollar Shave Club um, does some awesome stuff. Great, you know, humor. Um, I'm a huge sports fan, as I was saying, I'm from the East coast right outside of Boston. So uh, working on a sports account or working directly for a sports team. Um, you know, I know the LA Clippers and Lakers sometimes have some things or I've seen some stuff for the golden state warriors. Um, that would be awesome. Um, working for someone like a 72 and sunny who has the NFL. Um, that would be like a dream thing to work on. Uh, cause like I said, I just, I, I just, I love sports. Um, always have always played it. So, um, but yeah, overall I mean I'm just looking for an environment that is um it gets behind the creative, isn't afraid to say no, um isn't you know kind of walking on eggshells, um is a a chef, not a waiter. Um you know or, or collaborates, you know. Um a fun environment, uh, someone who obviously appreciates what I can give um as you know creative and sort of as a mentor for younger people as well. So I'm looking to do more of that as well. Um, Take young people and, you know, help them out and uh, encourage them along the way. Um, Yeah, collaborate, excuse me, collaboration. Um, I'm super easygoing. Um, That's one of my strengths that I have. I consider myself to have a really good uh, personality, uh, get along with everybody, um, have a great sense of humor, Uh, always find a way to bring some humor and sarcasm to the table. Uh, you know, things can be stressful, but I always try and kind of lighten the mood. Um, so, yeah, you know, just kind of a warm and inviting and appreciative, you know, environment um, that respects the people that are there and respects me. And, um, yeah, it gets behind, like I said, gets behind the work and is doing good work. And, um, you know, I, I think a place that if I were to go to agency has more than one account um i love the idea of working on more than one thing at a time it allows it to you know keep you fresh um and work on different tones and voices and stuff like that so yeah uh, i would i would love that opportunity if if an agency um uh, you know does does come about
0: yeah that's great being open to you know in house and at an agency and then of course you know ideally maybe a sports client or brand but also just being open to like you said, you know, anything that's, of course, available. I know some of the Facebook stuff is great. BBDO worked on the Hall of Heroes yep. with Facebook that they did for St. Jude's Hospital. I think that was part of the same initiative. And the work they put out or, or you know, have an appetite to put out is amazing. So really fun and, and good opportunity that you get to kind of work on that now as a little, you know, side project.
1: Yeah, a friend of mine, he just went over there from RPA. He was the CCO, Jason Sperling. Um, and he he asked if I would pitch in on this, um, you know, project, like I said, that, uh Once again, if if we're just waiting to hear if if they have budget for it and if it goes through, it'll be once again another one of those things where it's like this is once again another worthwhile uh, project uh, because there is some some good to come from it. Uh, It'll help. uh, uh, I can't say exactly what it is, but it's for young teens and it could be very useful tool for them. Um, So I like that. So, yeah, I mean, most recently, the pro bono stuff has really obviously made me feel good.
0: Great. Do you want freelance or full-time or open to
1: both? That's certainly open to both. Um, obviously this last year has been extremely tough. I, I knew that, you know, there were a lot of layoffs and furloughs and cutbacks from clients. So it's, uh, for me, I've been extremely slow for like six months now. Um, so that's hard, but I also know that, you know, this is an unprecedented time and stuff like that. But, um, I'm looking for both. If there was a full-time opportunity that came along, uh, yeah, I, I always look at it like it's It's always nice to have the option of saying yes, um, or you can, excuse me, or you can say no, but it, you know, I always like to hear things out um, and you just go from there. But yeah, full-time or freelance, for sure.
0: What are some of your better qualities?
1: Uh, like I said, a little bit a while ago, um, a, a sense of humor. Um, I've always been kind of the class clown, I guess, with amongst my friends and my peers, always find a way to kind of break the ice. Um, certainly I feel like I say things that people want to say, but, you know, it's like, oh, did did Craig just say that, you know, but, you know, they were certainly thinking it, um, just being able to work with, you know, all the different departments. Um, I don't have a chip on my shoulder. I don't have an ego or anything like that. So just very easy going um but I'm also a grinder. I like to put my head down and, you know, get the work done. Um you know, I, one of my first projects, I mean, I, you know, for Toyota, you spend like a year on stuff and you can't give up. We, you know, it's, it it is a grind for especially a vehicle launch. Um and I was, you know, my partner and I uh, were the last, you know, two guys standing and we got Super Bowl spot and we got the campaign after about a year of stuff. So, um like I said, I just kind of like keep it going. I always find the energy to, you know, keep it going, um, because in the end, I know that um, something, you know, great can come of it, um, and something did come of it, and I've had a few experiences like that, and I've, um, I like to seek out opportunities, um, you know, even if when I'm assigned something, I've always sought out other stuff to see if I can pitch in in any way. Um, So I think that's kind of a nice strength, Um, you know, working on multiple things at once. Um, I, you know, I I love to do that. Um, What else? Just, yeah, I mean, always bring in new and fresh ideas to the board. Uh, Yeah, sure, it gets tough after, you know, but you always, you know, you always find a way to do it. It always, it always turns out for the best.
0: It always gets done somehow.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, cramming, you know, for those college exams and stuff. You worry, you stress, sure. But then, you know, it, it gets done. It it just gets done.
0: Exactly. Uh, yeah. Do you have a favorite project that you've worked on?
1: Yeah, that Partnership for a Trump-Free America. Like I said, it was really, um, it was special to me to be a part of, of like I said, doing our little bit of, of something to, you know, um, get the word out there about this a-hole. Um, I felt really good. Uh, never before have I ever felt so stressed and anxious about a president. Obviously, you know, I'm sure those 80 million other people felt felt the same way. But like I said, it felt really good and sort of a sigh of relief, um, that we were doing these things. And, um, also we had fun with it too. Um, you know, just kind of picking on this buffoon, you know, I mean, you know the the, the social post and stuff wrote themselves you would just pick up a newspaper clip and it's like yeah. just say no to you know whatever he was doing that day and stuff
0: like that the hard part there is not taking the low-hanging fruit because there were so many but
1: yeah not yeah.
0: just going with the easy joke but i'm sure crafting and coming up with things that- yeah
1: yeah yeah exactly so yeah no that was like i said that was a great uh opportunity in, in one of my my most favorite projects and then i had one, um, I guess it's about 12 years old that I did. It was the first project I had ever done when I went to Saatchi. It was for the launch of the Toyota Tundra um, the first time around. And it was called um, Biggest Demonstrations. And it was like we built these life-size erector set, sets. Um, there was one that was like a 300-long seesaw. There was an 80-foot uh, heat tower um, You know that we, we would light up and it would catch on fire. Um, There was another one that was like these swinging hammer pendulums that, you know, if the truck didn't accelerate fast enough, it would basically get crushed. Um, We created a category one hurricane, which is we use these huge fans to create 95 mile per hour winds. And they were all used to demonstrate the, the truck's capability that the truck wouldn't sway in that type of wind or it could go up a giant steep hill for the, and then kind of down without you know the brakes burning or that it, it had the towing capacity to, to do it. Uh, the truck wouldn't overheat when we put it up, you know, the heat tower to 300 degrees. Um, so these things were amazing um, because they took like six weeks, six weeks, excuse me, at a time to build. And you would go and you would just see these things and they would be out in the desert they would be in horrible places just because (laughs) it gave it it texture like these, you would go to Barstow and really, you know, gritty, you know, kind of places, dirty and hot and cold. Uh, So it gave it a really nice backdrop and stuff like that. But yeah, you'd go out there and then you just see these things come to life. Um, Our first idea uh, was literally we sketched something on a little yellow post-it note of the seesaw with a little truck going up it. So to see that and then go out and see like a 300 foot long Seesaw come to life because of this little post-it note of an idea it was it was awesome, like I said. And it was it was fun for me as a creative and somebody who who likes to build things and, and uh, you know, have fun. It was it was like a little kid, you know, um, going out there and seeing these things really come to life.
0: Yeah, that's great. That's always you know the best part, seeing these projects come to life, start out on paper, you know, some, some simple ideas and then you're shooting it and then you see it on TV, you know, the whole process is always, always very cool.
1: And that's, yeah, I mean, I love that taking something that's, you know, it's a brief and yeah, they could take a week. It could take a months, It could take a year, but you know, the page gets filled with ideas and eventually, hopefully at the end, uh, your idea still is, you know, comes through all the meetings and changes and so forth. But for this one, uh, obviously it, it did. And then with the pro bono, you know, thing, that was us, you know, we were the clients, So, you know, everything, that was a lot easier, but um, yeah, those two were really good. And then um, I did another, uh, I did a COVID project uh, during the break early on uh, that was very, you know, uh, worthwhile as well. Uh reached out to Joe Alexander and uh, he had a bunch of writers uh, that were on that Campbell Harris, I think, and uh, Rich Siegel and a bunch of people, but he was using humor to, you know get across the message of wear a mask wash your hands social distance so um i like that too because it was just it was a nice way to do humor uh, obviously for something that was serious
0: yeah that's great and I, I know in addition to being a great dad i saw you're a huge adrenaline junkie on your linkedin profile too so what else do you like doing outside of work
1: yeah when we weren't in this pandemic i did like to uh you know try and get a vacation in or two and i i'm a scuba diver i've been diving for 25 years now. Um, I would occasionally go down to uh, Lake Elsinore, about an hour and a half drive from here, and jump out of an airplane just to get uh, there's that thrill. But it's also peace of mind for me. Those two things um, is very peaceful. Uh, all you hear is kind of yourself. It's it's very very quiet. Um, I horseback ride. I've been riding uh, western for I don't know 10 11 years now. There's uh, we're very lucky. Like I said, we're in an equestrian area um there's a a park not too far from us that you can go and rent horses i don't go as much now just because we want to you know keep right. safe and there can be a lot of people on the trails but obviously would do that um a lot of walks a lot of walks uh hikes um yoga meditation um you know those kinds of things i'm working on I another ch- children's book. Uh, I did a couple of my son when he was growing up and he started telling these funny stories when we would read to him. So I started recording him thinking there's gotta be something weird and funny in this. So uh, I'm going to go back and, you know, kind of uh, write it out and see what, what comes of it and stuff. But I, I, I thought like, I'd be fun. Um So I've been, you know, even, you know, the books that I've written are just kind of for, for the family members and stuff, but it's also another creative out, you know, outlet for me. Um, huge gardener. Um, like I was saying earlier, we we're lucky. We have a, a decent-sized backyard, but um, we have about 100 different succulent plants uh, in our backyard, so that's another peaceful thing for me to just go out there and plant stuff or you know even weed the garden and water the garden, um, so I do that quite a bit um and uh, yeah just watch sports when i can when i have them when i have the time and uh you know those kind of things
0: yeah that's that's great i see a, a clio trophy i think behind your right shoulder oh yeah how? oh geez
1: yeah that's so funny uh yes it was for something that i did uh, a low budget uh spot it's uh that's on my website it was for a california map and travel that we uh we shot downtown in L- LA. Um, And yeah, so we we won that, actually.
0: Nice. And the last question is, if there is a dream agency, client, brand, kind of touched on it already, but that you want to give a little shout out to? Uh,
1: Like I said, I mean, 72 and Sunny uh, for their work. uh, Obviously, amazing stuff. Uh, A Dollar Shave Club, uh, uh, Facebook, uh, Apple. uh, Obviously, Apple was the first brand I ever actually worked on uh, 20-something years ago out here. Uh, it wasn't as good as it was now. Uh, they are hemorrhaging money at the time. Uh, I should have bought the stock. It was $12, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Apple, I love, you know, the Apple stuff that they do, um, whether it's in-house or, you know, media arts lab, um, uh, what else? Uh, yeah, Amazon, Netflix, uh, you know, everybody's, everybody's into the streaming things. Um, Disney is not too far from actually where we live, but, um, I love some of the stuff that they've done. Uh, they have a couple different divisions, so uh I've been trying to get in there or you know um, something like that um, you know there's a lot of tiny little agencies too, so you know I've come from the big agency side uh recently with a couple hundred people, so you know maybe going a little bit smaller if it, it ends up being uh going back to an agency um, you know, so yeah.
0: Great. Well, you know, thanks so much for, for putting yourself out there, hopping on and, and doing an episode.
1: Uh, thank you, man. Like I said, it's uh, really, uh, I really appreciate it. As do, um, I'm sure everybody else that's been on with you. Uh, it's really kind of you to do that. So of namaste.
0: Of course. Glad, glad to help. What's the best way for people to get in touch with you?
1: Uh, probably, you know, just email me. Uh, CLEDMAN26 at gmail.com. So L-E-D-M-A-N, number 26, at gmail.com.
0: Great. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks so much.
1: Thanks, man. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah. That's a wrap for the 85th episode of Bouncing Back. You know, anyone who may want to sell themselves to recruiters looking for talent in the ad industry, have them shoot me an email at M-A-L-O-W-930 at gmail.com. Or check out list.com for, you know, a large list of people looking to get back to work. And you can now check out all these episodes on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. you're bouncing back in advertising. Thanks so much.